Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Into the final hour of WEI Football Sunday. This portion of Football Sunday is brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi, that's Z-U-D-Y, for your free trial. So week seven of the NFL, we are waiting for the Patriots and the Chicago Bears to play tomorrow night. That'll be Monday night football down at Gillette Stadium. But I'm curious from both of you guys. There are teams out there that are clearly interested in acquiring players. Trade deadlines right around the corner. And in the NFL, it's not like Major League Baseball. It's not like hockey. It's not like the NBA where you see the mega superstar player that might get traded at the deadline. You know, I don't know if there's going to be a Juan Soto at the deadline or anything Mm -hmm. like that. I mean, there already was. This year. Well, I guess you could say that with McCaffrey. Yeah. I mean, that that would, right. you know, again, like I, I think with McCaffrey, it's the, boy, when he's right, he's something great, and people sort of like pick at that one a little bit. But apparently, uh, a team offered Carolina two first-round picks for Brian Burns. They said no. Apparently in Denver, there have been offers for Bradley Chubb and Jerry Judy, mm. and the Broncos have said no. So... See, Does, the Broncos are in a different spot yes. than the Panthers are. The Broncos yeah. just gave all that money to Russell Wilson, and right. he's been terrible. Now he's also dealing with apparently a torn hamstring, like a messed up shoulder. So maybe there's excuses to go along with that. But I don't think you can just punt away the future in Denver. Right. Whereas Carolina doesn't have a future. Right. Carolina just traded Robbie Anderson after he tried to, you know, right. he's screaming at everybody. You got rid of McCaffrey. That is kind of waving the white flag. I know they said they're committed to DJ Moore. But they should probably trade more and Burns and right. just just rack up picks and, right. and try to rebuild. Because you got to look at and I, Rich, I completely agree with you. I think Denver looks at it and goes, "All right, it's the injuries yeah. and the new ownership goes. Well, maybe it's the coach and this guy was here before we got here, so we're going in a different direction after the season. You know, this coach is going to be a one and done. We're bringing our guy in. We're going to sit down with Russell mm-hmm. Wilson and say, "Hey, is there anybody out there that you would you think we should be looking at?" So I think that's Denver's approach and knowing that, all right, once Russell Wilson gets right and you still have guys like Jerry Judy and you have guys like Bradley Chubb, you now have a good football team that can compete. Carolina, I'm completely with Nothing. Why do you want to keep a guy like Burns that you ultimately might have to pay a ton of money for? Then what he turns into, he turns into Miles Garrett, a great player playing for an organization that's not really going anywhere, but you're paying him a ton of money, unless you have in your mind, like, we are now going to try to go after Lamar Jackson. We are now going to try to go after some of these veterans or these high-priced veterans 
to build our team like that rather than trying to go into the draft. If that if you're Carolina and that's why you want to keep guys like Burns because say hey, we're going to be really good mm-hmm. in a year or two because we're going to make big splashes in free agency. Yeah, I, I think with some of the wide receivers or some of the other talent, if you're going to get middle red to late round compensation, then maybe it isn't worth it. I think what they're looking at with Burns Wigs is they're going to have a ton of rookie contracts the next couple of years. And again, they they were they would have been going into the 2023 draft with like four picks because they gave a bunch away for bad quarterbacks. <laughs> so in making the McCaffrey deal, it kind of restocks them right away to at least be able to start to turn over the roster. And maybe they're looking at because I never even thought about what if Carolina decides to go shopping for a quarterback to accelerate their recovery because I thought they were going to go the other way. Burns will become a staple, right? draft a bunch of rookies, try to build it that way. But I never thought about might they jump into the quarterback market because, like you said, now Lamar Jackson might get franchised, mm-hmm. but you could still throw an offer to him and force Baltimore to have to right. make a tough decision. Mm-hmm. Garoppolo is going to be out there. I know they've already got Baker Mayfield. I don't think they're going to go back to him necessarily. Uh, no. But, you know, what other veteran guys? And if, spread, hey, might Tom Brady be looking? Right. Not that he's going to go to Carolina. No. no. But, again, in terms of the quarterback carousel, right. if Brady's like, yo, I'm divorced, I'm going to play another year, then that he's going to gobble up a spot that might free up someone else. And if you're Carolina, I think you look at it, well, Brady's probably going to be out of this division next year. And it'll be wide open. It'll be wide open. It'll be us, Atlanta, New Orleans, and Tampa Bay, and none of us have quarterbacks. And through. New Orleans has got to start tearing down at some point. Like every oh, year, right. they trade first round picks to go get somebody in the short term, and they end up seven and nine. Right. So yeah, if been. if you're if 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 I'm Carolina, maybe that's why I'm holding on to Burns, and maybe I'm 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 getting some of these draft picks because maybe I'm gonna make a run on Lamar Jackson. Maybe I even make a run on. Aaron Rodgers. Maybe I make a run on him and say, because if I'm Carol, Carolina well, I and I guess. say, you know, because Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay. I think you signed that crazy deal. I know, but that I see people say that, but I also think, you know, when you're there and you start to look, does He's it look like fifty million dollars? Isn't he? I'm about. I'm, I'm going to pull right, it up. Right, but I, you know, you'd have to, you'd have to trade. You'd have to get yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff in return for I don't him. Think anybody wants to go to Carolina. That just looks like a franchise. Well, here's the other thing, there. too. Well, yeah, is yeah. that a place people want to play? If I, I, well, it's more about what's the team look like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if, yeah, especially this team. Right. When you were there, they were really good. Right. Like right now. Oh, sweet Jesus. Rod- if Rogers, they traded, if yeah, they... I don't think he, the dead money on Aaron Rodgers next year if he's not on the roster... Like $200 million. $99.7 million What about the year money. after that? Then it's down to $24. But who would trade for a 41-year-old guy? Was well, he the like, three-time MVP? Or yeah. they, uh, I mean, this year he hasn't looked like an MVP. but Right, but I think you know how teams you out. Gotta get him, if you, we if get him here, yeah. and then we got... You know what? Look what we did. We done, we done made a move for... Whatever. No, the only Green Bay, um, Carolina real trade talk should be trying to get DJ Moore to play for the Packers. Right. That's what they need. If they can get DJ Moore, right. call them up, that would make a lot of sense. What do y'all make of Elijah Moore, the wide receiver from the Jeez. Jets, who has made a trade demand? They said yeah. nada. They, and said, they nope. said, not only did they say nada, they were like, and we're not going to play you this week. So Robert Sala came out and said, well, where Elijah's mind space is, we just can't put him out there. But well, we already told him we're not trading him, and he should be back next week. That is weird. What do you make of that? Yeah, I mean, as a like, I I feel like why do you want a guy who doesn't want to be there? 
Right? I just don't get it. I, I don't get it for Because they think their QB is going to be good, uh, maybe. But I mean, the guy doesn't <laughs> want to be there. So so even if they think their quarterback's going to be good. Are they afraid that at this point they would have to sell low? And there's just more about. Well, what's the value for him? He drafted him in the second round right. last year. Mm-hmm. I thought at times looked pretty good. Like right. I think he could be a pretty explosive but playmaker. If he's but telling, if he's saying he doesn't want to be there, the value is yeah. going to get even lower and lower and lower the longer you hold on to him. No, it's usually the beginning of the end, though, right? Whether it's the NBA or the NFL. We've right. seen it so many times. You know, like Nikhil Harry. I was just going to say, out. minus Nikhil Harry. No, they made him sit for a year. Eventually yeah. out. Right. right. Eventually out. Uh, Jake DeBrusque ended up staying, but that's because the coach was gone. Right. Right. So, like, there's something wrong there. And it'll only be a matter of time until he's gone. So, like, to Wiggy's point, do you just want to find a deal for him right now? Or what? Is he going to go from a fourth rounder to a third rounder, like, overnight? You right. know, like, I don't... It's you, got, you got a better chance of getting a higher pick for him now because of maybe what you... He's you, got more years left on his he's deal. He's got more years stuff. left than what you've seen from him so far than waiting and waiting. And then maybe he plays and it doesn't look good. And now his value drops even even further yeah. down. So yeah. I just don't I don't understand why teams would do that. The guy don't want to be there, get rid of him. I wonder if Houston will start to liquidate some assets. Apparently there have been trade calls on Brandon Cooks. Yeah, and yeah. in talking Who about that, Who wants well, those assets? But that's the thing. In Green Bay, like if you can't get another veteran wide receiver, uh, is that a guy you at least look at and say, yeah. you know what, Rod, he's what a veteran. City? You think the Chiefs are happy with their receivers? You know, it's interesting. I wonder. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think. I, I think Mahomes. They could do better for him. I think they played Buffalo and go oof. Yeah, yeah we don't have Tyree Kill. No. Mm. Well, do better it, than it, well, but if Kansas City has one move, are they better to go defense or offense? Because I mean, defensively, they they're not great shakes. Yeah, either. but I feel like defensively they have enough players over there where you know. Eh, maybe they can get a stop or two here or there. But offensively, Mm -hmm. you kind of see it with their receivers. Other than Travis Kelsey, they, I mean... Right. What's your real concern there? Right. You know. You right. know what I mean. So if you're well, it's the great quarterback spreading the ball around. Kind right. But of that thing. can like all, the concern is the offense. Right. But that can only take that can that works good against everybody but Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. The team that you really need to beat that it works well against. All right. But on the other end, though, Buffalo hasn't beaten Kansas City. So if you're Kansas no, they City, just beat them. Well, they beat him in the regular season, but yeah, when no, it's I not cutting time, like, do they still does Kansas City still look at it and say? We still have plenty to beat them. We just need to do this or this. No, better. no, no. Because the last time you beat them in a game that meant something, you guess what? Yeah, Tyree Kill was a big part of that why was a you were able big to, part of it. Yeah. Why you were able to do that? So I think if you're Kansas City, you start to look and go, okay, where are we having an issue? And it is with your receiving core. You don't you don't have that guy no more. And if you can maybe add more weapons at that position that could potentially I mean Patrick Mahomes is great I'm not saying he's not right right but you need that guy that defensively teams got to concern themselves where mm-hmm. it's just really Travis Kelsey you know and then oh for sure and then you know maybe he'll get Juju involved and then Marquez Valdez Scantlin involved yeah not really that right like yeah. those guys don't seem to be but and and then McCole Hodman it's like eh. oh no he is boomer bust yeah you tr- you you thought he was going to be able to replace uh Hill because of his speed mm-hmm. so I think Kansas City is one of those teams where if we can go out and get a receiver on offense that can put us over the hump I think you're good yeah, I agree. Uh, it looks like in uh, Washington, I guess they're going to try to stand pat for whatever reason. I Why have not? no idea. Well, that's because Ron Rivera is going to get fired after this year. 
I don't know. I don't know. They he kinda, seems to they, be the they only gave adult him a lot there. Of, uh, power and power money over there. They did. Yeah, they, but I, they you, let him come up with a new team name for God's but sake. But sooner or later, you just gotta realize that okay, we gave this guy a lot of power, but we're not getting anything back out of him. Well, they're weathering the uh, the owner storm. Right well, now and as that's well. the other thing too yeah, is that, but that doesn't affect the product on the field. Yeah, but I wonder if uh, yeah, Daniel does. Snyder like just changing, keep changing coaches I, during all this. Like, and you you can like. This is what Dallas did for years. Like, Jerry Jones could pretend his team was doing okay because, well, Jason Garrett's been the coach now forever. It's like, well, he stinks. But I think they'll keep him just so it looks like it's not as much of a And here's the other part of that, too. Let's say they let Ron Rivera go. Right. Okay? And with everything that's been swirling around the Washington organization, and we hear, ladies and gentlemen, our new head coach, Jermaine Wiggins. Mm -hmm. And the very first question is, Jermaine... How do you justify working for a deplorable human being like Dan Snyder? Your thoughts? <laughs> oh, well, you know how much money he just paid me, and I'm focused well, on that's a good, see, honest answer. Right you there. would be the guy who that would. Nice but most yep. most coaches would like pucker up and be uh-huh. like, "Oh my God, what do I say?" Because I really wonder how much of that might factor into Ron Rivera being there another year or until that whole ownership thing ends up getting solved. Yeah, but solved. The, the ownership thing is is if you're Dan Snyder, right? What's the best way to kind of Dan Snyder's going to do a press conference with well, a new well, coach? Well, no, like where he's got to actually answer questions. No, but no way. but but maybe shield you from some of this nonsense that's going on. Well, that's it, why Rivera's there. I but, think. No, no, it's about having a team that is good, right? So if you have a team that's good, and you know, you start to think of some of those things that are going on, you kind of, you know, they kind of get you know put on the bottom of the shelf or swept under the rug a little bit, and that's kind of over there because your team is good. If you're Daniel Snyder. The, the longer you keep Ron Rivera and, you know, Rich, you just brought it up, and your coach stinks and you don't do well, they're going to keep bringing up the issues that are not going on on the football field. So sooner or later you got to go, all right, we need, I need to get a guy that can shield some of this stuff that's going on, on off the field because we're successful on the field, right? So when you think about – look at Stephen Ross – you don't really think about them no more because Miami is playing better. They're doing well. They're kind of in the mix a little bit. I think that's what Washington needs, and Ron Rivera is not the guy. Nothing's happening to Snyder. This whole thing, like, they're not going to get ri- rid of him. Snyder is. Oh, yeah. No, no. He is going down like Nino Brown. I guarantee you that. <laughs> if you try to take him down, he's already said it. Oh, you are going to see where the bodies are buried. And do you think those owners want that? See, Nino Brown didn't deal with 31 other Nino Browns. That's the problem. Yeah, but what the, <laughs> these guys are all gangsters but, in but, their own way. But the NFL doesn't want all that dirt coming out. Oh, that and whole Dan, thing with Snyder is going to blow up in a bad way. But but see what Snyder does, he's already said it. Okay, you wanted to he is now exposing everybody. The NFL don't want that. The NFL knows sooner or later this Dan Snyder thing will kind of go away like everything else, like it did with Stephen Ross. We just got to weather the storm. But if we if we start to rock the boat with Dan Snyder, who's already we already know he's he's willing to play dirty, right, because of the culture he's created there. We already know if he starts coming out and he's naming names and he's going all over the place doing a million uh, interviews, whether it's on CNN or Fox or all these, uh, and saying, guess what they allowed to, to happen in the NFL? Not only won't they hire black coaches, I've been in meetings with uh, plenty of owners who go, damn, we should don't ever hire a black coach or women, or th- whatever it is, right? Because that's what Snyder can do in the NFL does not want that. They might want to move on from Snyder, but they know 
You can't do it when the guy you want to move on from, he knows how to play dirty and he knows where those bodies are better. Yeah, it is uh, It is interesting that the one owner who spoke out against Dan Snyder has his own stains on right. his resume. But to me, that goes to show how the other owners are going to rally. This is going to be fascinating. Look, either way, sit back and get your popcorn. But if they Because w- that thing is going to blow up But that's my point. If Washington's winning... We're probably not looking at it as so much, right? We're mm. looking at them being successful. Can they compete in the NFC East? Is Washington back? Is you know? Is well, they are not. They are not. <laughs> well, no, they're not doing that. But I think Dan Snyder has to make a decision on: mm. is it time to move on from Rivera to maybe potentially get a guy in who could do that? Man, I just uh, according to uh, Mike Giardi, per a source, Kendrick Bourne with a turf toe is not mm. expected to play tomorrow night for the Patriots. Tough so, to trade too when you're hurt. Like if they end up trading him, uh, or maybe it's one of those, let's make sure he's healthy for two weeks. And then... You ain't going to see him or Aguilar probably the rest of the year. Rest oh, of the year? Come on yep. now. Well, you think one of them gets traded? Well, I think ultimately the one of them they get one of them gets traded, if not both of them. All right. And even if the even if one of them sticks around, they're paying Aguilar so much money. Unless he gets traded, he'll be active once he's healthy at some but, point. But but when I say see him being active, doesn't mean you're going to see him. That's my point. Well, even if he is active. They're going with Thornton, Jacoby Myers, and Devontae Parker, yeah, yeah. and then they're going to go with their two tight ends. That's, yeah, what, that's what their offense is going to be. And if they look at it like, all right, we only need one tight end on the field, and that means you only got three wide receivers mm-hmm. out there. My point is when I say you're not going to see them, means they're not going to be a significant factor into what you see this Patriots offense yeah. doing moving forward. Right, Maybe they get a snap, you know, a couple snaps here or there. Mm-hmm. But like Kendrick Bourne, through the first what seven weeks of the season, what have we really seen from him? How much? Right, well, he's much. in the doghouse and now dinged up, and there's always a little Jordan Humphrey. All right, we will get to the rest of Week Seven in the NFL. Here's Ethan; he's ready to trend. Crash and Keith, weekdays ten to two. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now here at WEI and WEI.com. Week 7 here and ready to get going. Monday Night Football Bears are heading on over to Foxborough to play the Patriots at 8.15. Pat's currently sitting at minus 7.5 favorites with the over-under set for 40. And Jeff Howe of The Athletic reporting that Mac Jones is expected to make the start tomorrow night, barring any setbacks with his ankle injury. Around the Boston College football world, BC falling 43-15 to yesterday, going up against Wake Forest, so a big loss for them. Bruins managing to beat the Minnesota Wild forty to excuse me four to three. I almost said forty three to three. Four to three yesterday, advancing to five and one on the season. Taylor Hall had a good game himself with one goal and two assists. Then in the uh, basketball world, the Celtics beating the Orlando Magic 126-120 to last night, advancing to 3-0 and to start the season, so a strong start for the Celtics this year. Jason Tatum led the team shooting 14 of 21 with 40 points altogether. I'm Ethan Hersadulu, and that's trending here at WEI and WEI.com. The rest of Week 7 will break it all down next on WEI Football Sunday. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, week seven of the NFL is uh, already underway. Uh, uh, well, a Thursday night game that actually had some points, but then again, you throw two pick sixes in there, that's going to uh, tilt the scoreboard a little bit where the Cardinals beat the Saints 42-34. to uh, A heavy bye week this week for the NFL in week seven. Bills, Vikings, Eagles, and Rams are all, all off the teams. board this week. All yeah. good teams, and like fantasy football-wise, there's studs. Just top to bottom on there. That's a killer yeah. for uh, fantasy. Teams, this yep. is arguably the roughest week of the fantasy year. Yeah, I would think with, so. Uh, with those teams out. Uh, all right, so uh, let's whip around and get to all some right. of these uh, games in the NFL. Uh, we start in Baltimore, where the Browns are going to head to play the Ravens. Ravens are three and three. Browns are two and four on the year. It feels like, gents, that the uh, bloom is off the rose of the Browns at least a little bit. Yeah. And if you're the Ravens, this should be a we're definitely better than this team in our division kind of game. Right. This could be the death blow for the Browns. If if you don't think it's already happened because they should have started 3 and 0, right? You go back to the crazy game against the Jets, the crazy crazy finish, and then they lost to the Falcons in week 4. So you could have made a case they should have been 4 and 0. They've actually lost 3 in a row, and then their schedule gets really tough even after this one. So if they can't get to three and four, which is what would happen if they win, you can write them off. Even if Deshaun Watson wins out, it won't matter. Right. Like this, I think the Browns are done after this one. Yeah, and I think this this has to be the. I don't want to say not a statement game, but where the Baltimore goes. Okay. Yeah. We're the third best team in this conference. Yeah, because that's up for grabs. At right. This point. That, that that's I think that's ultimately what's the next thing is who's the third best team in this conference. Yep. Uh, and by the way, uh, the team that really could benefit from a Baltimore win today 
would also be the Houston Texans, who have first-round picks from the Browns the next couple of years. Oh, yeah. So for Houston, you are looking for a uh, top-ten double dip if uh, mm-hmm. if the Browns end up uh, tanking. By the way, Baltimore minus 6.5 at home against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Over-under in that one, 46.5. So a real total in that one. We mentioned a little bit earlier, Bucks at the Panthers. The Bucks are a 13-point mm. favorite. Over so the Bucks are a thirteen point favorite over under thirty nine. Yeah, that's really and like probably going to score twenty eight of it. A Carolina, you have zero chance today in the minds of the books. Mm. Don't you think that one has ugly win where you're yes. really not sure if the Bucks are back, but they they're going to win? Brady might spike a tablet again, right. and you're just like, what was twenty six to nine yeah. or something ugly. weird like yeah. that? It's yeah. going to show up maybe twice on red zone. It's just going to be like a like a <laughs> it, not a very exciting game. It has uh, without them losing, but it yeah. has Pittsburgh two all over again. Yes, but I think the Bucks ultimately win. You're like, Ugh, God. yeah, what was that? What was that? The Bucks. Yeah, and won. Brady's still pissed, but right. he's pissed in a, in a win. The right. Bucks won eighteen four. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are hosting the three and three Atlanta Falcons. Anybody taking a cheese on Atlanta? Anybody? I don't know. This is a game nah. that you. Nah. Con- I don't know. No, go ahead. Right, I was going to say maybe this is a game you look. At, isn't there some ridiculous number that Atlanta is like uh, ridiculous against the spread or They're something? Six and zero against the spread this year. Yeah. So wow. Yeah, right. so see, you know, you uh, listen. You well, de- so I mean, they could they could cover the spread. I still think they lose. So Cincinnati's minus six and a half. Yeah, so there's, right. there's some wiggle room so there. So they could they lose could by five or six. But Atlanta's totally three okay. and three. I mean, so, Marcus Mariota's got that team down there yeah. winning some games. So I think uh, Cincinnati really had the uh, Super Bowl hangover combined with Joe Burrow getting his like appendix out or whatever. Okay. So he had a real slow start. So they dropped their first two games of the year. Since then, they've gone three and one. Their one loss, a real close one to Baltimore in Baltimore. I think they'll be fine. And this is one of those where not all three and three teams are built equally. Right. Like I, oh, I, I think, big difference. I, I, yeah. Well, then again, is the greatest tight end tight end to ever walk the face of the earth playing? Kyle Pitts. He, he did get his first North American touchdown last week. Right. So I think that's a that's a momentum no, I swing. Like, I like, Do I, I sense like you and I are sharing a brain on Kyle Pitts that he was anointed a Hall oh, of Famer? Man, oh my God. I mean, he was he was the, the most athletic player ever to come in the NFL last yeah. year. Was Kyle? Pitts. I mean, they were like well, he was. They were like <laughs> the best prospect. That's what they, they said. Were like, Oh, you thought Gonzalez and Gronk nope. and Shannon Sharp was good? You haven't seen nothing yet to this, to this Kyle Pitts kid Cincinnati's about to go on a run, I think, because they got Atlanta, Cleveland, Carolina, Pittsburgh, their next four. All right. So they're, they're going to write the ship, and they're going to be back on top of okay. that division. And then, and, and then it's uh, – you mentioned Tennessee on that, right? So it was, No, I left them out. I'm just saying oh, the, these next four they should win, no problem. Uh, yeah, and then, they, uh, and then they go Titans, Chiefs, Browns, Bucks, Patriots, Bills, Ravens. Yeah, yeah. So wow, they that, need that to schedule win second half of the yep. year. Oh, it's is, tough. Uh, it's tough. is uh, definitely tough. Uh, we jump to <laughs> uh, the uh, Lions and the Cowboys. The Cowboys are only a seven-point favorite. Can someone help me with that? Yeah, I'm not really the sure. The return of Zach. Yeah. I mean, Dak. The return. Zach Prescott. <laughs> yes. The return Better of Zach Dick Prescott. Yeah, yeah it's it's a, it's my getting Zappy and Dak. Uh, Lions coming off the bye. I don't know if that helps or hurts them. <laughs> yeah, Dan Campbell, an extra week to prepare. No, DeAndre you know what they Swift. Say. Oh, yeah, the extra yeah, week. Yeah, right. Swift is out. You'd think it'd be maybe a little bit more. That Dallas defense has been pretty good. So let's see what that looks like against the Lions offense, which prior to the Patriots game, mm-hmm. 
was the number one offense in the league. Then and let's see what out, that so like, Prescott looks like, right? Yeah, right. He could still he could still have some issues. Thumbs are tough for quarterbacks, yeah. man. Just ask Kurt Warner. It's like he never got over his, it feels like. Uh, by the way, that uh, that game is Cowboys minus seven, over under a 49 and a half, which I wonder if that over under is inflated because that, that feels like that's Lions high. pre-Patriots, right? Yeah. That's, but yeah. now, given what they are and no Swift, makes you wonder. Uh, Jacksonville is a three-point favorite at home against the five and one New York Giants. Wiggs, I haven't asked you directly. What do you make of the Giants' five and one record? I think the Giants are for real. I, I think Brian Dayball's got them completely in a different mindset as far as the culture down there. Defensively, they're playing good. Saquon Barkley's having a year. Right, and they're doing it in spite of their quarterback just kind of being a guy. Yeah, and that's why I think you can only get so far. You know, like I wouldn't. Right, right. I'm not saying yeah. that they're going to make a deep run in the postseason. But, but like, if some of those teams, like if the Rams and Niners, let's say both are three and three, and if both are going to make the playoffs, they need to take a wild card. And let's say the Packers, which right now we're looking up at the Vikings, and then you got the Cowboys and the and the Eagles. I, I think the Giants, out of all those teams, have the most the best chance to fall out of it. To be like, oh, you're five and one, that's great, and right. then all of a sudden, wait a minute, now you need your quarterback to make a couple throws here and there. I think they're. Uh, but do you think so? Listen to their schedule. Yeah, yeah. At Jacksonville, right? Which yeah, which winnable, again, winnable. winnable they're, for them. They're, they are surprising uh, underdogs. To at me. Seattle, Seattle's frisky. I think it's. I think the Giants Seattle's, can win that game, right? But oh, yeah. you just don't know which yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, but, Geno Smith but, showing let, up. Let's just say, let's just say that now they're seven and one. Then they got the, the Texans and Lions at home. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you could potentially be nine and one, and then you go to Dallas on Thanksgiving. Yes, and then you still got the Commanders left uh, one game, uh, and then two against the Eagles. Colts, Vikings, but you could have put yourself in a great position if you're the New York Giants. They can win 10 games. Uh, they could, but I also think, I don't know, I, I guess I'm just not as sold on them because I just think that eventually the quarterback's going to hold them yeah. holding down. Well, you know, you might be right, but I think when you look at the next, you know, the next one, two. No, they have a lot of winnable games. Yeah, the next four games, I think is going to be big for them, starting with Jacksonville. So, you know, before they get to the, uh, at Dallas, uh, on the 24th. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah. let, let's see. But I think that the Giants so far look like they could be for real in the sense of making a little noise in the NFC as far as getting into postseason. Mm-hmm. All right, big divisional game. Colts are at the Titans. Titans are two-and-a-half-point favorites over under uh, 43 in this one. This feels like the one of the harder games to predict on the schedule only because Tennessee has been up and down. They've kind of right. looked okay. They haven't been great. And you just don't know what version of the Colts are going to yeah. show up. No, you don't. And now this is what could be the two best running backs or at least the two best running back seasons we've seen over the last couple of years. Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor. I think based off of last week where you're like, oh, maybe Matt Ryan can throw it. He looked awful early on. And they were kind of – and I know Michael Pittman missed a couple games or whatever, but they didn't look very good. They looked better throwing it. Tennessee gives up a lot of – Yard, their secondary is not very good. So yeah, this is this is a pretty big swing game for sure. I, the game's in Tennessee, so maybe you give them the slight edge, but That's man, it. it's a tough one to pick. Yeah, I, I, I just I look at this game and I go, eh. yeah, neither one. And but I I lean more towards here's I here are the three things I lean towards: Ooh. the coach, all right, advantage Tennessee, yep, 
the quarterback. Who who has the advantage, the quarterback? Probably the Colts begrudgingly. Maybe. Not by much. It's not they, by I much. It's leave. a tiny bit. That that is, is, are, that's a wash. Veteran right. dispensation. So, yeah, <laughs> so that's a wash. And then the run game. Advantage Tennessee. Not by much, but just based off of this year because Jonathan Taylor's yeah. been dealing with is injuries. Is Taylor upright today? I believe I'm, he's playing. Uh, okay, he's playing, yeah, but I know check, he's been dinged. I, I uh, he uh, Green Bay is at Washington. Is there any chance Green Bay loses this game? Yes. I mean, is it really that bad? I know I mean, there's a chance Taylor win. Heineke yeah. is going to be starting for Washington. I'm just like, Green Bay for me is just, they, they haven't shown me enough to be like, oh, okay, they can just turn it around. Mm. So, like, a game like today, I would not be shocked if they lost to the Washington Commanders. Just quickly, Wiggs, I feel like Matt LaFleur has not changed the way he is coaching offense. That it's just, oh, they gave me these young wide receivers and I have Aaron Rodgers and I'm going to run what I run and I'm not going to adapt anything Mm -hmm. when it's clear that Rodgers doesn't trust. I mean, Romeo Dobbs is the youngest one that he trusts. It just feels like Matt LaFleur, like, Okay, can you maybe run the offense a little differently? Right. You got running backs, run it through different people, and yet it's still, hey, Aaron, go fling it 35 times because you're great and you make $50 million. It's like, oh, wait a second, Matt LaFleur, like the girls are like, oh, man, look at him with his shirt off. What a physique. He <laughs> looks so good from a distance. You walk up to him. God damn, he got a lot of back acne. <laughs> I, I mean, that's how I feel like Matt LaFleur was. Everybody looked at him his first year like, oh, he was this great offensive mind. He's going to do some great things around there. But now after we start to see more and more and more of him, don't we go like, maybe he's really not that good of a This is one where it feels like it's the tough. quarterback is pulling the coach along. Well, like McCarthy. Now McCarthy's you look numbers McCarthy. are so his, his win-loss record is so hard right. to really tell. Right. It's like from a distance yeah. he looks great with his shirt off until you walk up on him. And it, and it, Classic 50-50. Yeah, it's like looks good at 50 feet away at 50 miles an hour. Good from afar but far from good. <laughs> the girl's yeah. like, what happened? Uh, too much back acne. Stay away from that one. You can tell that um, Mike McCarthy would look bad with a shirt off from That's pretty fair. For probably five miles away. Pretty obvious, yeah. Uh, Jets and Broncos I know we touched on that one a little bit. Anybody got any uh, overriding well, thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, no, it's just one of those games where the, the NFL's classic, where just where you think you've got to figure it out, then there's always like the, the massive upset. That's why you can't really make a living just betting on these games because the Jets look like maybe they're decent and the Broncos look like they're about to hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. But then they come out and they find a way to win somehow. If the Jets today. lose this game, I will be absolutely shocked. Well, that was, I mean, I, I thought the Jaguars a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, oh, they're, they're showing signs of life. They might be pretty good. And, I, have, and, I, have, I have more confidence in Carolina beating the Bucks than I do the Jets losing this football game. No way. I really? do. Wow. I do. Because t- it's a bold statement. Is Denver still a home field advantage just because of the whole mile high thing? Nah, I, don't no? th- I don't think so. Okay. And the reason why I say that, Rich, is because I've seen the Bucks like, play really bad. You lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers, you anything is possible. That's a bad day to off. Right. Where yeah. the Jets, I feel like, as bad as Denver, Denver's offense is yeah, horrible. Inept. With Russell Wilson. Now you put in Rippin. Brett Rippin. And then yeah. and the oh. Jets are playing good. I mean, I would be. I but the Jets are another one where they're playing. They're playing good, but their quarterback isn't. Like they're like Zach Wilson's come in. They run the table with Zach Wilson, but he hasn't right, really done anything. But he's still better than. Oh, he's, he's better than Brett Ripper, Well, for this is a real number for a real NFL game. The over under in this Jets Broncos game is 
36 out, and a half. Outrageous. 36 and a half. That's got to be the lowest of the season, or at least it's in the gotta mix. It's got to be pretty close. You know what? I I, I should have checked. No, no. You should have right checked Denver. Denver and Frisco from last week. That had to be low. Fir- first half line in the over-under for Jets-Broncos is 17 and a half. Is that, is that good oh defense God. or is that uh, bad offense? <laughs> you know what? We'll try to be positive. Yeah. It's a little bit of good defense. Yeah, sure. Uh, as we move along, Houston is in Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Raiders coming off a bye. They got some things they're dealing with. They are seven-point favorites against Houston. Now, if the Raiders lose to the Texans, <laughs> right? I mean, like it's unfathomable to think that it really could happen. But if the Raiders lose to the Texans... That would be the one where I think people in Vegas would be like, okay, did we hire the wrong guy? Uh, yeah. Coming off a bye, like this yeah. should be, the Raiders should win this game by 20 points. Their only win is against that Broncos team that we're talking about. That's their Sweet. only win so far. And wasn't it like 11 10 or? No, it was 12, actually pretty nine. high score. It was 32 23. Oh, no, that, that, wow. Yeah, I don't know that, how that happened. You're, you're thinking about Denver, San Francisco. Denver, San Francisco. It seems like right. every horrible game, yeah. the Broncos are involved they in They were some involved way. in the Denver Colts game. Well, that was the Thursday night game that yeah. was 12 9 overtime. Yeah. Oh, that, that was, was a bad one. 12 9 overtime. Now, an AFC team that you could argue a bunch of three and three, they're all must wins. But if you're the LA Chargers or five point home favorites against Seattle, you can't lose that game, right? If you're going to be, no. uh, and I know Wiggs, you'd mentioned Baltimore can see the number three being the third best team in the AFC. If you're the Chargers right there and you want to be there, yeah. this is a game you got to win. Yeah, they're right there. Now, they won't be the three seed, right? Because I don't think they're going to win the division now, right. but they they could be the. Power rankings, third best team. Third like best they have, team. they have a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, you could win a five-four matchup against, say, Tennessee or Indy or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, the Seahawks it, have been a lot tougher than I there thought. You go. I thought yeah. they were going to roll in a little ball and die, but they have. They've not. That's a hey, listen. They've played pretty well. That's the big Geno. Well, you know, like think about. <laughs> I don't know if it's the big Geno. Pete Carroll's stock. From where it was at the beginning of the year, right. like, oh, no, Russell Wilson, he's screwed. Russell Wilson goes out there, looks horrible, and Pete Carroll's got Geno Smith 3-3. Three and three. Like, Right. Eh. Well, I mean, you think about people like they should have let Geno cook, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, when, you, yeah. when you start to look at what he's been able to kind of maybe do with that team and yeah. kind of with his when you look at where he is in his career, Geno Smith, and yeah. you look at, like, um, guys throwing, what, nine touchdowns, two interceptions, you're like, wait a second. Yeah, what is this? Well, who's this guy here? Mm-hmm. Is this the same Geno Smith we saw with the New York Jets? Mm-hmm. And and Pete Carroll, like you said, his stock has completely changed. Who was the real problem? Was it Russell Wilson or was it Pete Carroll? Uh, uh. The referendum is uh, open. Kansas City is a one-point favorite on the road in San Francisco. Well, this game got a lot more intriguing, too, with McCaffrey. McCaffrey, yeah. Because now you have... Jimmy Garoppolo, who mm-hmm. nobody really loves. Yeah. But you have two really good receivers. You have a really good tight end. You got a like a great running back now. Good fullback too yep. if you want. Like they are to me interesting to see uh how Kyle Shanahan good uses coach. all these guys. Yeah. 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 Just keeping the seat warm for Brady next year when yeah, he gets perhaps. there. You know what? Might be. You might be right, Wiggs. Uh Sunday night football, Miami, minus seven and a half favorites hosting Pittsburgh. And the return of Tua. Yeah. And the return of Tua. After another all one of, of that. Another one who's keeping the seat warm for when Brady gets there. If Tua gets hit hard though, what is the reaction gonna be? Because it's the primetime game. You're right. It's oh, gonna be they're gonna lose their minds. If he minds, gets concussed again, hit. people yep. are gonna lose their minds. Mm-hmm. And then of course on Monday night, New England now 
eight and a half point favorites. Up to eight and a half. Wow. Eight and a half. I yeah. still like it. They're, yeah. they're gonna destroy. Well, yeah. when they said Mac was starting, it went from like six to eight and a half. This this game I'm seven and a half. It went down to seven and a half somewhere. Yeah, yeah. it did. It was, to, yeah, so. it, it's been moving around. New England should be able to cover like it's nothing. They should. I, they, I agree. Should, you would think so. The way that their defense is playing and the way their defense is played against offenses that are were you know four and five times better than this should be a that should be the lock of the week. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a chance to make it your lock of the week, Wiggy, because picks, best bets are all next. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Pure Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. All right, let's get to our picks. And last week, Rich Keefe went 2-1. and one. Keith, or excuse me, Wiggy and I went uh, one and two last week. So, uh, Wiggy and I are still leading the way by a little bit, mm-hmm. but I mean, really, who is truly following along? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people picks. are. You know, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 the, the streets have been buzzing there. Yeah. A lot of people well, follow along. I love with these this. picks. Yeah. yeah they that, make a lot of money or they lose a lot of money. I mean, it's important. Bet Fred's a big talker. Yeah. So, we'll check we'll, uh, that, Bet Fred. <laughs> All right, let's start with this. Kansas City is a one-point favorite at San Francisco. Uh, I know that is a part of the uh, later afternoon yeah. slate. Yep. Keith, where are you at on KC San Fran? I will take the Kansas City Chiefs to bounce back after or their loss to the uh, the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. I know it's Christian McCaffrey's first game. We'll see just how much they use them, how they use them, how the whole thing works out together. San Francisco got better, no doubt, after the trade. But Kansas City, to me, one of the three really, really, really good teams in the league. I think they aren't going to lose two in a row, so give me Kansas City. Wiggs, where are you at on this? Uh, I'm going to give myself a high five on this one because... So, what, you DDP? So yeah, well, five? you know, Rich is too far away. We can only <laughs> air high five, but I'm with him on this one. I think KC uh, wins this game. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not really sure what's the word on Nick Bolster. Is he playing or is he still hurt? Ooh. You, you know, that to me is always a huge key with uh, San Francisco's defense. But I just think I think Casey and I've said this before, Buffalo are better, so much better than everybody else. I and it's a one point game. I expect Kansas City. I to think win both this is one. in. I'm rolling uh, San Fran on this. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, home and it's going to be a close game either way. This is mm-hmm. I just have a funny feeling that if uh, Shanahan has had a handful of plays for McCaffrey in the back pocket, so you think San Fran wins? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. San Fran. I mean, you're basically yeah, you're yeah. pretty much at a pick 'em right now. Uh, Tennessee is minus two and a half dealing with Indianapolis. Ooh. Wiggs, where do you come down on that one? Oh, this one is such a such a good one. But like I said, I gave you my three keys to the game: coaching advantage, Tennessee right. quarterback, probably a wash and run game advantage Tennessee I'm going with the Tennessee Titans wow. Tennessee, Tennessee. Oh. yep uh I'm gonna go uh, God 
Stings. It's a good game. Yeah, I'm going to go Tennessee. Right. I, I guess I'll begrudgingly. I, I just don't trust. Honestly, I don't trust the coach of Indy is really mm. what it comes down to. Uh, and Matty that's Ice. <laughs> no, that's, that's fair. You know what? I am going to go with the Indianapolis Colts, oh. though, because I do think it is a close game. It is kind of a coin toss, so I'll take the two and a half points that I'm getting mm-hmm. with the Colts. I think maybe they figured something out where Matt Ryan actually looked pretty good last week, so maybe they kind of complement the run game with actually throwing the ball, and I think mm-hmm. you can do that against Tennessee. Wasn't so, Jacksonville up in that game? They uh, were. They were. Yeah. And then here, they the big, big comeback, they though. Big comeback. I don't, go, I don't, I don't, I'm just I like, don't like either team. Matty Ice, really, I just can't. No, I'm, listen, it's not great, but yeah. I'll take the Colts in this one. And then on Monday Night Football, Patriots are now up to eight and a half against the Bears. I will lay the points. Patriots should win by double digits. All right. What would the spread have to be for you to take the Bears? 14. I was going to say, I was thinking, because you said it's 8, I'm like 18. It would yeah. have to be like that big. Like I think it's one of these, like the last two weeks that we saw, mm-hmm. yeah. where it's really not ever in doubt. Maybe something fluky happens one way or the other. You know, uh, a, a big play by the Bears almost scorched through for a score, or, you know, uh, a turnover, or a muff punt, like something like that. You're right, would it need might to be happen. closer to 18 now you think of it. Because even two touchdowns, I think they're going to beat them up pretty good. Yeah, Wiggs, I, I, New this, England? This is the lock for me. I'm all in on, on New England. New England, I'm with you on this one. Yeah. I think New England wins by 20. Yeah, they might. Yeah. Well, enjoy the football, everybody. Don't forget Marloni, Fourier, and Mego tomorrow at Helix Esports, getting you ready. For Monday Night Football, that is right at Patriot Place, right beside Gillette Stadium. The wings are good, too. Yes, they are. Yeah, the they lemon are. pepper. I like the lemon pepper. Uh, the uh, the football will be good today here on WEEI. Get ready for three football games, and then the next voice you'll hear will be mine on the Gress Show on nice. CBS Sports Radio. Right. Good job by uh, Ethan. And enjoy the football, everybody. Greg Hill Show, 6 a.m. Gresham Keefe, 10 a.m. We'll all be locked and loaded and ready to go to preview Monday Night Football. We'll see you then. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the wise and visit cox.com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster temper pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. And Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified-diversified. 
empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.